Hey guys, Podcast Rob here, and as we like to do through the month of December, we're going to give you some of our best of episodes for 2023. Coming in at this week, uh, this was a fun one to talk about, we're going over our bottom five least favorite actors. Check it out. Art, comedy, pop culture, and much more. You're listening to ACPN. Something, something, something. Okay, here we go. Hey, everybody. Podcast Rob. And James Hatton. And we're here for another fun-filled, spintacular episode of The Wheel. It's the wheel and theme song. I don't have that audio drop anymore. That The Wheel. Oh, that's right. I forgot there was an audio drop for that. You did have that. It's The Wheel. Yeah, for those who are unaware, pardon me, sipping my coffee, this is the show where we have an actual totally real wheel that we spin, and it tells us the episode topic and the thing we're going to do today. So. 100% random. Yeah. No oh, idea yeah. going in. We actually have two wheels because it was cheaper to buy a second wheel than it was to pay the shipping to send that wheel back and forth between Casa de Hatton and Casa de Moi. I'm going to tell you, my cats love it. They play with it all the time. They write new topics. They sit and they do. Oh, I'm sure trivia. it must be great at like three o'clock in the morning when you just hear <laughs> as the cats are chasing each other around a giant half hamster wheel. Exactly. So why don't we get us started? I will take uh, the wheel turn today. Sounds good. Hands on the wheel. And a three, two. It feels like I win a jackpot every time. It's wonderful. <laughs> well, the listeners win, really. I mean, they, they, it's... Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> Ooh! This one's... This is one of those ones that you look at and go, how, how have we never touched on something so basic, something so primal? It's bottom five. Okay. We haven't done one of those in a while. Yeah, yeah I know. And it's, it's a very open-ended actor's. That's I'm, it. Just, I'm sorry, what? Just actors. Bottom five actors. <laughs> just no no like ice cream flavors in Civil War times or the Transformer you least want to have. So just with. bottom it's, five actors. Just bottom five actors. I mean I can't, tell, I can't tell whether the wheel sort of had one of those like late night realizations that like, holy shit, how come we never how come it's never been done? Or I'm running out. Let me just words. This this is gonna be hard. <laughs> There's so many bad actors. I already have a list of like thirty that I just can't fucking stand. Yeah, I, I won't lie. I think this one's probably harder for you. I I struggled for a couple, but then you know, there's ones that you kind of sit there and oh right, I love that movie except for them, and yeah. So, uh, why don't you start us off? Oh, I get the yeah, yes, I, I get the, the start. Wheel. Yeah, you you hate more. Okay, sure. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, right off the bat, I'm gonna go. We may have even, I think we mentioned them in the last episode uh, when we were doing our Renfield review. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm gonna jump right off the top and say Aaron Paul. 
We did mention him. I am Aaron not Paul. a fan of Aaron Paul. He was now his character of Jesse was good in Breaking Bad. Uh, I understand he was like you know one of the main two characters between him and Walt. Um, I still could have dealt with about twenty five percent less of him on my screen, but because of that, for me, he's become very one note. Uh, uh, El Camino, in my opinion, not good because he didn't have a Walter White to play off of. Um, and now everything else I see him in, like he's become such a kind of go-to guy. I mean, maybe not even go-to, but he's not a small fish. So if he's in a project, it's not just like, Hey, he's here for like 15 minutes of this one episode. And then we never have to see him again. It was where for me, Westworld really took a fucking turn. You know, when he showed up Mm -hmm. in season three, I was like, Oh, now, now I'll I'm going to have to fucking see this guy on the regular <laughs> on my TV. Yeah, but then you started to watch Westworld and went, oh, I missed when it was good. Uh, but I will say that after his big rush, he had a big push where he was in everything. He had a Hulu show about a cult. He, he jumped on Westworld. He's got a bunch of little movies. His star dropped quick, and I think it's because of that reason. I think a lot of people went, oh... We we got we got him. We we okay. We got the guy from Breaking Bad. We we were hoping for an actor, and we we got Aaron Paul. All right, fine. Right. And so I th- I think his star fell pretty quick. Similarly, my first on the list is somebody whom, uh, and I'm going to say it like out of every single person that I have here, there's a movie that I like them in. There's something that I find them to do. They, they acted well. They did well. It personified them great. But the rest of their body of work, like this actor, I liked them once. I thought they were going to be a, a bigger part of the movie world, and they ended up being. But I don't like who they are now because they're the same character that I saw in Zombieland in uh, whatever early two thousands. Jesse Eisenberg. He does nothing <sighs> for me. I almost had him on my list, but to be fair. If I had put him on my list, it really would have just been because of Batman versus Superman, and that's really the only thing I can ever remember seeing him in, so I don't give a fuck about him enough <laughs> to put him on my list. No, I've, I've seen a few of his movies. I'd, I'd have to go look them up to remember them, but he's, he's just a guy. He's the guy who talks like this. He's the guy who does this. He's the guy... Beep. And he was in, I think he was in a horror. He was in a horror movie that I didn't hate a little bit ago called Vivarium, um, where he is. It's a very ship in a bottle movie. It's him and what's the actress's name? One second. Um, but she was awesome. Oh, Imogen, uh, Imogen Poots. She oh yeah, fantastic. you were talking. You were in. Uh... <sighs> yes, you had talked about that before. Yes. Um, with Vanessa, and he was he was okay, but he's still he's the guy who does this, and he's and he's frantic and at all times, drive me up a wall. Can't can't do it. Doesn't matter how much I like them in uh, Zombieland because he's not Michael Sarah, even though he's sort of like the Michael Sarah without Ritalin. Oh yeah, he was in Zombieland. I didn't mind him in Zombieland because no, he was young. Yeah, he hadn't become that guy yet. And his character archetype was perfect for the time because he has a very Michael Sarah delivery. It's sort of quirky. It's sort of nerdy. It's sort of, uh, it's almost Woody Allen-ish 
Right. But as you learn, very similar to Aaron Paul, that's the note. In, and yeah, uh, Lex Luthor aside, but youch. Yeah. You're up. <sighs> All right. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move to a different gender here. And this is one that I've also mentioned quite multiple times. Um, I was never a, like, I never got into the books for, uh, a series of unfortunate events. Oh, right. But it was a big thing when it came out on Netflix back in the day. Yes. I loved it. So I said, let me, I said, let me, let me, let me check it out. And like, I wasn't sure it was going to be my vibe because it starts with, uh, who's the, uh, who's the narrator guy who played the tick for a while. Sorry, I had background noises. I'm going to have to edit that whole thing. I just squeaked around. So start from the... Uh, I was never a big... There we go. Beep. I was never a big fan. Uh, like, I never read the uh, Series of Unfortunate Events books. Um, I was a huge fan. But I know they were a big deal when they came out on Netflix. Mm-hmm. So I said, let me, let me try it. You know, and... I wasn't really sure if it was going to be my cup of tea. Like, I like me some Patrick Warburton, but I like just the way he starts with the narration being just very kind of monotone. And when I wasn't really sure it was going to be my thing, I'm like, let me let me try to watch. Maybe I'll get into it. And then fucking Joan Cusack shows up on my screen. I forgot how much you hate her. And I just like do. This was when I was I was uh, a, a couple of houses ago, and basically I had kind of like a platform bed, and my laptop was on a little end table next to my bed, connected to the TV, and I just rolled over and leaned across my bed and went nope, and hit stop, and I was done. That was it. Absolutely it. I've watched the BBC version of Shameless, and I said, well, maybe let me check out the American version and see where they've made changes. The fucking episode she showed up, nope, fucking turned it off. I don't know what it is about her. I don't know if it's just the way her face is built. I don't know if it's the way her voice sounds, but literally it is like shaving testicles with a cheese grater, and I just can't fucking handle her on my screen. I just have to fucking turn it off. I just can't. I absolutely yeah, I, can't. I forgot how much you loathe her. I should it should have been in my head. Because you started to talk about series of unfortunate I'm like if he sits and knocks on Neil Patrick Harris, I'm I'm coming through the microphone. But yeah, I remember you dislike her quite a bit. I always thought she was sort of charming in a quirky ish way. But yeah, no. <laughs> I could not disagree more. Sipping your tea. Exactly, yeah. Judging you as you say, well, she's kind of okay in a quirky way. No, no, I understand. It's just, she doesn't... I always liked toys. I, I grew up with that movie, and I'm sure you've if you've never seen it, you're not going to, knowing that she's like a... She's like the third top character in it. Uh, Alright, I will... Uh, Stick with your side of that fence, and I'm going to go with, um, when looking at movies, um, I noticed I tend to dislike dudes more than women in movies. I just, I was, I had a real hard time nailing down, like, a, a few actresses that didn't feel very cliche, like, yeah, hell, Barry, but... 
I, I, I didn't go out of my way to watch Catwoman. I'm sure it was a shit show, but but I did recognize one specific actress that every time she was in a movie, I went, oh, I hate this movie, and it's mostly her fault. Uh, oh, bit I think the, I know where we might be going. Uh, I, don't, no, I don't know about that. Um, I can't wait to find out who you think I'm thinking. Um, because this is from my older from my older days. Uh, Daryl Hannah. Okay. Yeah. Not where I thought we were going. No, I, I, I think you might be thinking of my honorable mention. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I literally looked in, in Splash. Uh, what's the Invisible Man? She's in like these movies that I have distinct childhood memories of that were part of my like HBO nonstop weekend entertainment. But they're all sort of she's Daryl Hannah and she's this vapid. Uh, uh, when she's not talking to the fish. <laughs> now, let's also, like I said, every movie has an exception. She's awesome in Kill Bill. But I feel like that's Quentin Tarantino going, can I, can I do, can I John Travolta her? Let's find out. Nope. Okay. We got that one out of her. Right. Yeah. She's, uh, what's the, stupid people, funny people. There's a really great movie with Paul Reiser and Dudley Moore where they're like ad execs and she plays the sort of crazy girl love interest and she's just big bright eyes and you can you flash the flashlight beam. You can see the back of her head. Uh, fuck. I know what movie you're talking about. They're in like a, 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 a like an, an asylum thing. and they're they're ad execs or they were ad execs. Yeah, it's it's either it's crazy people. Yeah, there you go. There you go. I remember that movie distinctly because it had a it was the the bit was was that crazy people are honest, right? So Metamucil, it'll make you poop good. Yep, yep. <laughs> anyway, Daryl Hannah. <laughs> yes. All right, I am moving on to another one of mine. Um, so the only thing I won't even use the word like, but like, there's a turn of phrase that this actor has used, not even in movies, more just in interviews and stuff, um, that I just find funny and I will use it from time to time in appropriate situations. But even when he uses it, it just comes off as like dismissive and arrogant and I don't find him entertaining on my screen. Uh, the only time I was able to take him through most of his uh, body of work so far is because he's been one of a very large ensemble cast. Hmm. Um, but oh, now okay. he will be kind of featured more solo and on his own. And I, I couldn't fucking care less. Is, is he the captain of that ship now? Uh, yeah, Anthony yeah. Mackie. I just I don't <laughs> I don't find him entertaining. Um I was okay with him as Falcon because again, very small cog in a very big machine. Sure. Um dealt with him through Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm not begrudging that he is taking the mantle of Captain America. It's comic book accurate. Very. I'm I'm all for it. Great. He's just not my cup of tea as an actor. Um, so, like, this isn't a referendum on 
you know, oh, Marvel making Anthony Mackie Captain America. No, that's not it at all. We knew no, that the part not. was going to go to either Bucky or Sam. Sure. It's just the actor they chose for Sam. I don't particularly like. I I I wish I could have liked the Black Mirror episode he was in more, but mm-hmm. because he was in it, it was like I was forcing myself to to watch that episode through. Uh, I liked the first season of Altered Carbon. Started the second season. Oh fuck! I got halfway through the first episode, and like, I honestly don't give a fuck. Like, they literally could have shot this guy dead in the first episode, and I wouldn't have cared. I don't. I don't care for him. I don't like him. I likely won't be seeing any of his Captain America movies until they come onto a streaming service that I happen to be paying for. Um, yeah, I, I just don't know I can't one, do it. I don't know where that one comes from for you. I, I and. For the audience, we were going to do, we discussed anyway, doing Twisted Metal for the beginning. And Rob was like, Anthony Mackie. I was like, you know what? It's a bad idea then. Yeah, because you're going to, you're coming in, like, you're coming in at negative two yeah, right from the start. Easily. No, I hear you. Don't get it, but that's okay. So uh, for my next one, and I was hoping, and, and I say this as my lovely lady has just come downstairs, sat in the living room. I was hoping that this wouldn't land while she was sitting in the same room because this is an actor from a bunch of movies in which we've watched, but I generally don't like him. <laughs> He's annoying. He has a very specific archetype of movies. He is a horror actor. He has made his, he's made his nut doing horror movies for years, but he is the same horror actor in every horror actor move. Uh, it is Justin Long. Oh, wow. Jeepers Creepers. Uh, even from The Barbarian, which I liked, it's just Justin Long being Justin Long. Um, House of Darkness was one that we recently watched that I went, and that was actually the movie that sort of nailed me down on, I don't think I like him as an actor. He uh, And let's also address that if you look at both Eisenberg and Long, there is a similar trait, and I have a feeling you'll see as a through line throughout all of my my picks, there's something about his delivery and something about the way he's sort of wide-eyed, vapid, sarcastically. There's something, and I can't place it. Um, it's like it's like Justin Long. I get the sense that I don't know if it's a directorial choice or a personal actor choice. But it always feels like he is trying to be the analog for the audience in whatever situation that they're in. Oh, my God. I think you nailed it. That's perfect. But, like, it's not just his horror stuff. Like, yeah, Jeepers Creepers Barbarian Tusk. He was in Live Free or Die Hard. And you know who he played? Justin fucking Long. He was in Dodgeball. Know who he played? Justin Long. Like, I don't I don't think of him as an actor. He's nope. just a person in front of the camera because I, I don't feel that he actually acts or does anything different. He does the Justin Long thing. And like I said, every movie's got an exception. I'm going to give this one to Tusk. Tusk, I love. But do I love it because Justin Long? No. As a matter of fact, it's great that half of the movie he's sitting there and going, Justin fucking Long. Oh, I feel that that feels like a weight off my shoulders. In fact, and he's coming. He's going to be in the new Goosebumps stuff that drops in uh, end of October. Um, as a note, why, if if you are looking for a movie that you get, you want to you want to understand why I dislike Justin Long. Watch House of Darkness. It's a horrible movie. 
<laughs> it's where he met Kate Bosworth. Oh, is it? Yep. Huh. I did. Huh. I couldn't remember who else was in that movie. I remember. It's so like apparently he's some, got a brother. He's got a brother, Long. Christian Long. His brother, Christian Long, looks like if Justin Long and Freddie Prinze Jr. had a kid. <laughs> okay. And I assume uh, is now is he marrying Kate Bosworth? Is that I think now? they've been married. Oh, okay. All right, your turn. Uh, all right, I'm gonna go back to a member of the fairer sex once again. Oh my god, he does look like that. He looks exactly <laughs> like that. Right? It's creepy. Look, look him up, people. It's he like looks... if it's like if you told AI, "Hey, make me one person <laughs> that's part Justin Long, part Freddie Prince Jr." AI, chat three sixty. I have a theory. yeah. Continue. Uh, so this is going to be even weirder than my Joan Cusack bash, mm. because uh, in in in. In full disclosure, I have never actually seen anything this individual has been in. And I know that sounds (laughs) odd to have them on my list without ever having seen any of their body of work. This is intriguing. But I don't care to. Uh, The minute somebody tells me that Melissa McCarthy is in something... I will okay. have absolutely fucking zero interest in it whatsoever. Intriguing. Like I get it. She's she's sort of in that there's there's a bubble of actors and actresses that they're the funny zany ones, so they must be funny zany, and you either like their style or you don't like their style. Like my my take on comedy, uh, and you can send your hate mail to something something cast at gmail dot com. I was like, I never watched Dumb and Dumber or Dumb and Dumberer. It's not my type of humor. It's not the type of humor that I enjoy watching. It it more frustrates and annoys me when it's just like stupid lowest common denominator, low hanging fruit comedy for the entire movie. So it's just yeah. not my thing. And it was kind of what I didn't really get into about Chris Farley movies because a lot of that felt like super old school. I mean, slapstick is one thing, but like the lack of shame comedy and the, you know, just dumb humor comedy kind of thing. It's just not my cup of tea. And this feels like she is trying to be the female Chris Farley. And oh, sure. I it just, I, it's not, it's not my jam. It is less yeah, my it is less my jam than even horror is, and I've tried to watch horror. It fits the it fits the same people who don't like people. Maybe there are certain people out there who don't like The Rock because he's very much The Rock in every movie. You you just don't that that archetype and that specific. I get it. Right. I thoroughly get it. All right. My next one is um, a very famous actress, arguably the top of the game. Yet every time I see her in a movie, I can accept she acts very well. I can accept that she is uh, very talented, but I, every time I see her go, I don't know why I don't like her. Um, it is Amy Adams. Huh. 
Yeah, it's crazy. It's it's bothered me for years because she'll be in a movie that I enjoy, whether it's American Hustle or The Muppets or but there is something about her. Maybe it's her delivery or I don't know. I I'm, I can't even like go and into any depth of it because I have more than once had the conversation. I I should like Amy Adams. I I find her to be a beautiful woman. I find her to be a good. I, she is definitely a good actress. It is nothing about her skills. It is just something within me. And it makes me believe that, like, there is some repressed memory where, like, she walked down the street and kicked my puppy and I just don't remember. (laughs) I just, I can't figure it out. There is, there's just something. Um, We just recently saw, my wife showed me The Fighter, which I had not seen. Uh, We've been doing a lot of boxing movies. And again, she's, she's pretty damn good in it you know she plays sort of the the love interest of marky Wahlberg, but at the same time i'm sitting going nope 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 nope. and actually i think i liked her the most in that movie i was out of all of them because she's doing like a boston accent and she looks kind of cute but like i couldn't i just couldn't i couldn't so i'm out on amy adams and i hope somebody listens and goes oh i get it i get it because i don't it just bugs me Yeah, I have I have no input on Amy Adams. I think no, the only thing I've ever seen her confident. on was the fucking DC movies, which were trash anyway. So, yeah, and she's a very competent actress. She's ex- like this is one of those where it's it has nothing to do with her body of work. It's okay. not her fault. It's on me. <laughs> it's not you. It's me. It's it is thoroughly, and that's why we're breaking up. Fair enough. What you got? All right. So this last guy, I have to say, there is one movie that he was in that I really, really liked, and that I liked him in, and I think in hindsight, it was because he literally got the piss beat out of him in this movie. Uh, I think kind of like in, like, my brain kind of like retconned it, like, oh, well, that's why we're going to like it, even though I don't think I knew that I didn't really like him as an actor at the time that movie came out, if that makes sense. Um, He is a method actor, and I think method actors are stupid. Um, My favorite quote from uh, about method acting is Laurence Olivier was working with Dustin Hoffman in Marathon Man. And Dustin Hoffman Dustin Hoffman is a well-renowned method actor. And there was one scene where he had apparently stayed up for like three and a half days straight to play a sleep-deprived character and came onto set. And there's Laurence Olivier sitting there in his chair, smoking a cigarette, having up a cup of coffee, and goes, my dear boy, why don't you just try acting? (laughs) I'm talking about Jared Leto. I mean, I think he's on a lot of people's lists and for a lot of good reasons. He is, in my opinion, he is amazingly pretentious. Um, I don't think I've ever seen him, and I'll use finger quotes to say act, good yeah. enough that it warrants a discussion on him method acting. 
like it, does that even make any sense? The that whole point of method sense. acting is to try to like become one with the character and to become that character and stay that character at all times while you're filming. But none of the fucking characters you've ever played have been that fucking impressive anyway. Yeah, so no. like why? And there's so I just googled actors against method acting and <laughs> you, you would not believe like Sebastian Stan, Mads Mikkelsen, Will Poulter, Lawrence Olivier, uh, Charlize Theron, David Harbour, all these people, Robert Pattinson, who are like, yeah, I don't really get method acting because they only use quote unquote method acting when they're playing an asshole. Mm. So like, it just seems to be a justification for being a really shitty fucking person for the duration of the filming. You never hear about yeah. people method acting when they're playing a really cool, you know... Billionaire giving. Yeah, thing. exactly. Fucking emotionally intact, benevolent <laughs> person. That's never method acting. It's always the fucking shit bags that are method actors. I, there is one thing. There is an exception to this whole conversation. And this is something that I've been waiting for years to tell you. I'm actually Daniel Day-Lewis. Have been for years. You haven't been able to figure it out. Acting! Sorry. <laughs> that sounded much funnier in my head. I wish I knew it was coming. I would have had the record scratch set up. <laughs> I am really Daniel Day-Lewis. <laughs> what? <laughs> is, it, is, it, is it a My Left Foot Daniel Day-Lewis, or is it a Bill the Butcher Daniel Day-Lewis? <laughs> Let's go in the name of the father, because yeah, I'm not good at accents either. Because I'll be perfectly honest, I don't even know if it was Daniel Day-Lewis in my left foot. I think it was the other guy. <laughs> the other Maybe. guy, as if there's only the one. Just the, just the guy. Yeah. yeah. And I do have an honorable mention, so go ahead and hit me oh. with yours. Uh, yes, well, I have one more. Uh, actual, yep. I have my number five. And this is um, somebody who... I, I'm glad my wife has left the room, because I got dirty looks for Justin Long. Uh, literally got a text message while we were talking <laughs> anyway uh, i believe her her line that she sent me is um you're going to go over your lists with me before we do these shows because you're wrong <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> she thinks justin long is very important this actor though thankfully she would agree that in more recent years this actor has fallen uh to where we didn't know when we saw him at a convention last year whether it was Nick Nolte or not. And when you're that bad, when we know you, we're in the room that all the scream actors are in and we go, but why is Nick Nolte here? There's no. a problem. Jamie Kennedy. Oh yeah. Not, not, not our cat. No, not even. I thought you were going, I thought you were going with the, uh, with Matthew Lillard. Oh my yeah, God. The guy that you guys met and she took the picture with. I'm like, no. Oh, you're going to need, no. yeah, you're going to need to find a doghouse to rent, sir. Cause that's where you're going to be wanna, staying. I even want to whisper that you suggested that she would jump through the ceiling. That's and, where I like, thought you were going show. because that's no. the only person I knew that you met she at loves. that con because no, you, you showed me the picture of him. So I didn't know yeah. there was anybody else out there. No, Lillard is, is a God in this house. We, we that's why I was about to smack you. <laughs> no, no, no. But Jamie Kennedy, on the other hand, fuck that guy. He, <laughs> he was like standing on the other side of the room with like a straw hat and like and a Hawaiian shirt, and it just he looked problematic. But back to, <laughs> to his he wasn't acting. decked out like Malibu's most wanted. It's you know if 
if he was... Oh, my God. <laughs> that might have been what it was, but he came across looking like Ecstasy Dad. It was I just, just looked at a picture, of, like, I just pulled, Googled Jamie Kennedy, and if this is what he looks like now... Yeah, I'm telling you, he's he's not in a good place. He's not. Uh, but that said, um, he had every movie that other than Scream, and I would say in the later movies, lesser so. Um, he's just fucking annoying. I've thought that since, like, I saw when, when doing my little research for this, like, I saw a lot of Tom Green. And I understand why people don't like Tom Green. I understand why Tom Green's just not people's jam and, like, how he was inserted into their lives through MTV. I... All of the hate I may have had for Tom Green is in Jamie Kennedy, um, especially because of Tremors. He fucked up Tremors. Now, admittedly, he's in like Tremors six, so right. I can't really blame him too hard. Um, but yeah, it, what, what was it like? America's Most Wanted or something's Most Wanted? Balibu's Most Wanted. Yeah, I just said um, that. Yeah. Sorry, I was still in my own train. No, going that's okay. Things. He just annoys the piss out of me. Immediately see him, immediately want to just flip the channel. Don't even care. I'm, but also Nick Nolte. <laughs> I mean, so this picture I'm about to send you, yeah, it makes it look like he is like one audition shy of being the guy that flies the F-16 into the fucking mothership at the end of Independence Day. <laughs> Oh my god, he really does. Like, what the fuck is that about? There's microchips in my toothpaste. Yeah, either that or it's, uh... Uh, oh, who the fuck? I hate that I can't just pull actors to mind right away. Uh... Rob Schneider? No, Woody Harrelson's, uh, Woody Harrelson's character in 2012. Who's just living <laughs> in the fucking trailer on the top of the mountain. Yes. Yeah, no, he definitely looks like there's somebody put Thetans in his ketchup. <laughs> he, uh, yeah, it looks like he, he is, I get the sense he's on a number of other lists. <laughs> he got, from, from, if I remember correct, I can't remember whether it was him or Arquette, I think it was him that got tossed out of the hotel the night before. <laughs> or like, drunk, drunk, drunk things. Might have been Arquette, though. I can't remember, so I'm not going to besmirch That's Jamie funny. Kennedy's good name. <laughs> There's plenty of other reasons, too. So, other than misrepresenting he got kicked out of a hotel at a convention. Yeah. In Cherrywood, New Jersey, <sighs> which is probably a badge of honor for most people. Yeah. Cherry Hill. Um, you have one honorable. I have one honorable. Mine's Wait. pretty obvious, but please. I want to guess you're one honorable. Yeah, it's it's it should be pretty easy. January Jones. It is, of course, January fucking Jones. Yeah, that's where I thought you were going the first time. No, I know. And the only reason she's not on my actual list is because I only know her from two things. Yeah. I, it, felt, it felt wrong to sit and put January Jones on a list when she did Breaking Bad. I'm not Breaking Bad. I'm sorry. Um, Mad Men. She did X-Men First Class, and then everybody stopped paying attention to her. Yeah. She, enough has been done, really. I think I've been proven right in this. Yeah. History will dictate that yep. I was right. So, <clears throat> my honorable mention is, like, I even struggled to justify putting this person on honorable mention because they, uh, like, they cut their teeth in TV 
and were very funny and then made a number of really good movies early on. But like now they continue to make movies and it really bothers me when companies like streaming services like Netflix cancel really, really fucking amazing TV shows but continue to throw, like, multiple movie deals at this individual who, in my opinion, hasn't been funny for the past 15 years because they're still living on their zippity-doo kind of personality that they have. (laughs) Christ, they got me. I just, I, I don't find Adam Sandler funny anymore. I probably haven't found him funny since The Waterboy. And like, if he's involved in something or, you know, no, I'm, I'm sorry, the longest yard he wasn't bad in, but mm-hmm. even then he was starting to get a little grating to me, but it was the rest of the ensemble cast that was worth watching for the longest yard. But anything since then, like, I just can't be asked to watch anything yeah. that he's in because it's the same character that he's been doing since fucking Saturday Night Live, except, you know, not the Opera Man character. Um, Touch the hiney. But I yep. like it's just I wish I really wish Netflix would have made a second season of Archive eighty one and not thrown another five movie picture at fucking uh, five movie deal at Adam Sandler. Oh my god, that I, that actually hurt to be reminded that Archive eighty one is not getting a second season. Yeah, that goddamn show was perfect. Boom! All it's all his <laughs> fucking damn. fault. It. So I have not seen any of the relaunch of his Netflix career movies, because I also have a dislike of Rob Schneider, who almost made my list. Um, although I, I, because I haven't seen any of them, I didn't put it on, because I, I know they're, it's, what's it going to be, poopy jokes? They're going to be, they're going to be farty jokes? Oh, oh, great. Thanks. Uh, and which is a bummer, because I remember Adam Sandler, they're all going to laugh at you. That album was a soundtrack to me being 12. Oh, sure. Right. And his fucking uh, Hanukkah songs. Oh, my God. The Hanukkah songs. Uh, they're all going to laugh at you. The, 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 beating of a, the beating of a high school science teacher. Oh, my beakers. Crash, crash, crash. Um, even my kiddo was in the car with me a couple weeks ago and says, did you, ever, did you ever listen to Adam Sandler? And I was like, of course I did. And they said, but what about his music? And I said, yeah, what song are you listening to? And I legitimately didn't think at the time, I thought there was going to be like Johnny Polychronopolis or, or the Lunch Lady song. or And they go, Medium Pace, which is the most raunchy song I had ever heard at the age of 12. But I also thought it was the funniest shit ever. It's literally a song about somebody jacking off. Like, it's just <laughs> viciously so. And I went, oh, don't tell your mom you're listening to it. <laughs> I just moved on. But, but it seems that his worst of the worst, which was, again, perfect 12-year-old fart, fart titty joke funny, like, it just hasn't evolved. Maybe it did. I won't know, because I'm not watching him. Yeah, exactly. It's a great call. That's, <laughs> my, that's my honorable mention. <laughs> Yours yeah. is so much better. Mike came across, like, fucking... Fanning Ellen. People, we've stated some things, and I'm sure at least one of them's controversial. I'll be sleeping on the couch because of one of them. Where can they tell us all of their controversial opinions? 
you can head over to somethingcast.com, which is the repository of all things something, all of our buttons and links and widgets and doodads to find us on all of the various podcatchers of choice, uh, all different social media avenues that you can contact us on, our shop should you want some vinyl or some t-shirts or anything else that we may grift to try to help the show make us some money. Um... Yeah, somethingcast.com. And I know it is still a bit away, and it will still continue to be a bit of way, a bit away from the time that this episode even airs. But if anybody is planning on going out to PAX Unplugged in Philly in December, let us know on our socials because we will be out there as well, and we would be excited to meet you. Yes, the first drink's on you, but after that, we'll buy one. <laughs> Oh, wow. That one caught me. Okay. Because I'm Daniel Day motherfucking Lewis. There you go. All right. <laughs> Thank you all for listening. We'll see you guys next week. I'm James Hatton. I'm Podcast Rob. Bye. Later. Something, something, something. Okay, here we go.